Scott with SJWildfire.com. Final Days Report, Episode 201. Daniel's fourth beast system, in our ministry's point of view, is artificial intelligence driven by quantum computers that will actually be able to know your thoughts. Lucifer will be able to be omnipresent. He's the great copycat. You're going to be biohacked, my friends. Free will is dead, according to the World Economic Forum, Noah Harari. And the elite have to tell you what they're going to do to you. And we saw this in an occult ceremony in China. You can't make this up. I'm going to play the ceremony. But before we do, I want to prime the pump. You're going to see what looks like a snake head turn into a cube. Reminds me of a black cube. Now, if you know anything about the occult world, I know a little bit. But a black cube is associated with Baphomet, which is the horned deity right? Satan. It's also associated with an Egyptian god, a sun god. It's a, it's a soul trap, basically. And it reminds me, this black cube, of a quantum computer. The inventor said it's like sitting next to an alien god. And another scientist on TED Talk said these quantum computers can speak to the other side. Quantum computers will run AI and be omnipresent. And again, from our ministry's point of view, the Antichrist will get hit with the spear of destiny. They'll put his head on the quantum computer in there, if you actually look at movies, they're priming us that you can upload your consciousness into meta or a virtual world. You'll be able to live forever. Medbeds is another technology that we're seeing in movies, folks. It's alive from the pit of hell. It's a soul trap. They're going to promise you a thousand point IQ. You're just going to be fed facts from Google. That's a nightmare. Free will is dead, according to these freaks. So you're going to see a snake go to a black cube. You're going to see finger scanning, biometric scanning. This is beast technology, MasterCard. Pay with your face, pay with your hand. Where's the mark of the beast going to be? The infrastructure is, is here. You're going to see CERN. CERN supposedly opens up portals to the other side, You know, trying to open up the abyss, break dimensions. I heard an interesting point of view from a pastor who said he thinks CERN is also a weapon for the great and terrible day of the Lord, the battle of Armageddon, so that these elite scum, these Satanists, these Luciferians can defeat Jesus Christ upon his return. That's not going to happen, my friends. If you're on the wrong side, repent, come to Jesus Christ. Now, you're going to see a rabbit. This might be a bit of a stretch, but the rabbit, for those of you, you know, everything has a double meaning, is, reminds me of Alice in Wonderland, Illuminati, Monarch programming, and also a time trap. Reminds me of the Easter Bunny. And I remember hearing a story, I think it was from Rick Wiles, he was at a dinner, and somebody was next to him and sa said, you know, we run the Federal Reserve Bank in China. And Rick's like, oh, really? Tell me more. And the guy shut up. So a lot of this is theater, my friends. They're all playing on the same team. I'm sure they're factions, but don't buy into it. Their big enemy is Jesus Christ. And the elite, the Satanists, witches, wizards love to do things backwards. So 2023 is really 322. That is a demonic number, loved and revered by the Satanists. This is wild. You're going to see this ball on a hand. It reminds me of Mark of the Beast. Pay with your hand technology. And then you're going to see this ball turn into Saturn. Saturn is Lucifer worship. Also tied to this black cube as well. And this is why I did this video. You're going to see a head that then has the word AI in it and zero O's and ones, computer O's and one programming. 
going down, right? This is the graphene head I talk about often with the poison poke, this transhumanism agenda, this hive mind agenda. And then lastly, you're going to see a transhumanism robot. So knowing your thoughts, programming your thoughts is one thing. Eventually, they're going to want to just say, hey, you can actually upgrade into a superhero. I'm assuming they're trying to build their army for that great and terrible day of the Lord or the Battle of Armageddon. So let's play this. And again, I think this happened in China somewhere. So you're seeing these drones turn into a cube. And it looks like a snakehead. What do you think? Enslavement, my friend. Think of the technology they have to deceive us. They're probably 30 years ahead of us, what they're showing us. Next, I think you're going to see a biometric scan of a finger. We tied to ID 2020, pure enslavement. Reprogramming us, my friends. Beast technology. CERN. CERN's logo 666 in it. Year of the rabbit, but is there double meaning there? We see the rabbit pop up. It could be a stretch. I don't know. This is the AI head. 
Zero Ones falling down. That's mind control, isn't it? That's graphene head technology at Operation Crimson Nest. In conjunction with 5G, that can actually monitor you at the cellular level. And the last one appears to me to be just a biohacked human turning you into Superman. Robotics. It shows this human slash machine, maybe this robot running. It doesn't look like an astronaut to me. It's like somebody that's on the run. So all of this, my friends, we were pretty early. Seal 1 is open. The keys for the fourth beast kingdom, Iron Graphene Oxide, mix and play. You, if you have not received this ebook, you can actually go to 444prophecynews.com, type in that headline, and download it for free, or it's on Amazon. This is that fourth beast system. And interesting article went viral 6G. The G kind of cracks me up with occult symbolism. This beast tech, I remember listening to some people at the World Economic Forum that said 6G is going to be perfect for a hologram and it'll be perfect where you can be the cell phone. So they want to biohack you. Now, remember, I think they can do it already with 5G because Microsoft's patent from 2004 talked about how they can power technology on and probably in you when I read the patent. So they need to tell us what they're doing to us so that we can actually make our choice and have free will. And it doesn't come back on their head. But I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that this wakes up billions and billions of people and billions of people get saved. And if they've taken this poison poke nanotech gene defilement, because they're not worshiping the image yet, that they pray that this technology is destroyed and they come to Christ. In Jesus' name I pray. But interesting article here. 6G wireless technology could use humans as a power source, study finds. And again, they they, there's a patent in 2004 about this. So Amherst Mass 5G wireless technology is just starting to take off worldwide. A lot of people are getting sick. But a new study is already speculating on the future of 6G. Researchers from University of Massachusetts Amherst say, unlike older technology, 6G could end up using people as antennas. My take, they already can do it. Specifically, 6G telecommunications could possibly take advantage of visible light communication, VLC. Lucifer is the light bearer. He wants to be light, which is like wireless version of fiber optics. Right now, fiber optics use incredibly thin glass or plastic strands to transmit information on flashes of light. These wires are extremely small, but also extremely fragile. The UMass Amherst team says they have created a low-cost and innovative way of harv harvesting waste energy from VLC using human body as the antenna. Their invention can recycle waste, energy to power wearable devices, and possibly larger electronics as well. And again, you're the wearable. You're the one that's having nanotech assemble in you. That's just a fact. You follow our channel, we cover a lot of the science, my friends. But again, this is a Watchman News ministry. We tie it all back to the good book. It's a command. Jesus commanded, let nobody deceive you. 
So let's read some scripture. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. If they just showed us that drone show that looked amazing, think of the technology they have in their back pocket. All power and signs and lying wonders. We cannot be deceived, my friends. And with all deceivableness and unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. If you're not saved, get saved. If you don't believe the Bible, the Bible is supernatural. I mean, every, every word is there for a reason. And for this cause, God shall send them a strong delusion that they should believe a lie. You have free will, but there comes a time where just God says, hey, you choose what you want to choose, that they might all, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness, the love of sin. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth, whereunto he called you by our gospel to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. All right, I want to play a video to end. This is 2018 about the Internet of Bodies, and it's just interesting. This guy here is like, that's oh, not disruptive. This is destructive. Yeah, it's not disruptive. AI is not disruptive. And this expert here is going to talk about some good that AI can do, like taking people's blood with drones. Sounds like an Orwellian nightmare and giving vaccines, Orwellian nightmare. And I'm not blaming her. She just probably is not educated on the scam. But good night, my friends. And it's just kind of funny. He talks about, oh, no, what if, uh, what if AI somehow destroys smart cities? That would be a blessing. Smart cities, anything smart is enslavement. Let's roll it. Eleanor Powells is the director of the Anticipatory Intelligence Lab with the Wilson Center's Science and Technology Innovation Program. And Richard Solash is editor of the Wilson Center's award-winning journal, The Wilson Quarterly. And The Quarterly's been in publication since 1976, and it's now an all-digital magazine. I want to welcome both of you to talk to us about the newest issue. The, the issue, Living with Artificial Intelligence. And we're going to do it with real intelligence today. <laughs> Here's what the subtitle says on the, on the website. Humans created AI. Now humanity must learn how to live with it. And then it goes on and ends up by saying it's the start of the algorithmic age. Intriguing. Tell us what this is all about, Richard. Yes, that, uh, that's a little line or two that I penned uh, as editor of The Quarterly. Uh, and it was based on my sense um, that this topic um, is not something that we should describe as disruptive, which is a very much overused term, I think, um, but as something that will dwarf that characterization uh, in both scope and depth. Um, AI, they call it. Uh, they call it part of the fourth industrial revolution. Um, obviously, speaking from a, a non-expert perspective, uh, Eleanor is certainly the right person to give you an expert take. But in reading the piece myself, I got quite an education and a revelation. Um, this AI and advances in technology related to AI seems to me will upend industry after industry. Um, but I think something else you pointed out, John, um, is that this issue of the quarterly uh, doesn't just look at AI, but also reveals uh, the human implications. Mm -hmm. Uh, which I think sometimes tends to get lost, especially uh, in talking about technological developments. Um, and, and in talking about the human implications, I feel that we're not only talking about um, something philosophical or spiritual, but also something with very distinct policy implications. 
uh, that have to be considered. And then by extension, domestic policy implications, social policy within one country get expanded to geopolitics and foreign policy implications. So we tried to touch on all of that uh, in that little blurb to describe the issue and, and develop those threads in the articles within. Well, I, I think it's effective in doing that. And I, and I like your explanation of rejecting the term disruptive, which could speak to temporary circumstances, right? Us, a big storm can be disruptive. Right. We're talking about something that's gonna change the way we live. Right. Everything about us. So the, the your article, uh, is searching for privacy in the Internet of Bodies. <clears throat> Great at coming up with new terminology. <laughs> Compelling title, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, is Tell us what is this about. So the Internet of Bodies. Um, imagine the power of AI. What is artificial intelligence? It's a way to automate computation and cognition. So we can now automate learning, perceiving, uh, doing computation. It's a pervasive general purpose technology that will be used in all of our industries that will come into our professional networks, our private networks, our schools, our industries and our offices. What I want to epitomize with the Internet of Bodies is this notion that we will be under assessment, we will be under measure of computation in every aspect of our lives in the future, from what you eat, who you date, what you buy on the Internet, um, how much energy you use, but also what are your vital signs, how well are you doing in terms of health, uh, what kind of specific genetic quirks do you have, what's your genome telling about your health, about your mental health, mm -hmm. about how well you are doing, how well you are aging, what kind of disease you are susceptible to. So how does that work? Um, you have to start with this notion of the Internet of Things. The you honestly want to trust these freaks with all that information? Trust has been lost. The fact that most of our devices, from our watch, from our phone, from our coffee maker, are actually plugged into a wider network where AI, as a form of computation, can analyze all of those data, optimize those data, and get you some, some answers. Um, now, imagine that you add to those networks devices that are health devices, that are extremely private. Implants inside and outside our bodies, pacemakers, um, Fitbit watch, um, what else? You could imagine in the future DNA portable sequencers that we could use to sequence the genomes of microbes in the metro, mm -hmm. the New York metro, uh, in the airport, that we could use to analyze the content of our, um, of, uh, you know, of our perspiration, of all of the different bodily fluids we have. That means that in the future, potentially states, nation states, potentially rising tech platforms, very powerful tech platforms, will have access to our most intimate. Our ministry's theory, and we're not saying thus says the Lord, that the 10 kings in the book of Revelation might be tech companies. They're priming Elon Musk to be president like a god. I'm telling you. Klaus Schwab said the future of government is Google 3.0. The UN wanted to invite Amazon to their security council. You can just smell it. Data, what define us and what shape our lives, our future, our aging process. Just remembering in the Internet of Things, we're things too. <laughs> we're things, we're living, we're living things. The, 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 you have a really interesting introduction uh, to the piece where you look into the future, uh -huh. sort of a speculative. You described a lot of the possibilities uh -huh. there. It has a bit of an Orwellian twinge to it. Well. <laughs> uh, talk about that. And, is, and are the trend lines heading there, or is this just a cautionary tale? No, they could be. So I'm a bit of a futurist. Um, I think foresight and storytelling are the most powerful tools for people to understand um, what we are facing and how to reclaim our futures. And we will have a challenge in the coming decades that will be how do we reclaim our futures? How do we make sure that AI, which is a human-made technology, can be shaped to our values? And I, I call on everybody to start being interested in this idea because we will have to, to do due diligence here. Um, so this scenario was about a world where we don't have privacy anymore as we, as we knew it. 
Um, so privacy is a notion that my grandmother you know, has a kind of a perspective on. All of that would be, would be cancelled. The idea is that human beings could be followed by their own uh, drones, their personal drones, that are streaming personal data, intimate biological data about each individual, and following them as a, as a digital avatar, as a guardian, as a guardian drone. Uh, you can do already a lot with drones. So drones are it's, it's a robot, right? That's if where... If can mow the lawn, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> That's where robotic merges with AI, right? Yeah. So uh, a drone is a robot. It's, uh, the, the navigation system is powered by AI. Now, with a drone, you can drop vaccines, you can drop blood in Rwanda in a remote uh, location where nobody has access to either vaccines or blood for, for transfusion. You can provide refugees' camp with uh, food, with you know, water, different things they need. Um, you can do you can do so much good. It mm -hmm. could be a new AI could be in that sense a new technological diplomacy. At the same time, if we get it right, yes, you could also spread you know toxins. Mm -hmm. You could spread chemical weapons. Disrupt the grid of smart weapons. cities. Yeah, you could uh, you could disrupt, surveil, monitor, monitor all of our all of our lives. Yeah. The, of the, our the storytelling aspect. I want to ask you about that in, sure. the, in the broader context of sure. your approach. To That's the it right there. Yeah, monitor yeah, everything yeah. you do. Period. They're doing it now, but now it's under your skin. Right now, it's under your skin. So, Scott with SJWellfire.com, final day's report. I'm telling you, bookmark our site, sign up for our newsletter. Thank you for your support. And again, our ministry's point of view is Daniel's fourth beast system is artificial intelligence, this quantum computer. You can just see it. The Antichrist will be tied into this quantum computer, this artificial intelligence, helping run the ship. And I think 6G is key as well with the hologram technology. Supposedly, it'll, it's better for uh, allowing you to be the cell phone. But don't dismiss 5G as well. I mean, very, very powerful. If it can measure things at the cell level, this one-two punch of this vaccine and 5G, it's just interesting. It's evil. Get saved if you're not saved. The Bible is coming true right before our eyes. Have a blessed day.